We are three best friends living on three corners of the country. Wifing, momming, boss babing, and honestly, just trying to keep our shit together. Anyway, I'm Allie. I'm Alicia. I'm Elisa, and this is A3 Life. Our fun, funny, and informative lifestyle podcast, where we will be speaking on how to be fearless, authentic, and relentless in all areas of life. Enjoy the show. It's fine. It's fine. Okay, let's talk about this week's episode. Me quitting. I'm quitting. And so we're <laughs> going to discuss how to manage that. <laughs> how we're going to handle it. How we're handling we Allie's handle quitting. The fact that Allie's so fucking done. <laughs> I can't get anything to work. Let's so I. That's a joke. Let's be very clear. Just, a, just a joke. Just a joke. Mm. No, I'm actually Let's quitting. Trying to get all that. of this stuff to work. All of this, I just quit. I give up. It's not gonna work. Fine. It's totally mm-hmm. fine. You should have an episode yeah. of Closet Confessions like Christina while you're in there. Oh my gosh. Listen, we could just, I could just sit in here and talk about everything that went wrong today. I could have closet confessions of like the wasp tried to kill me. And then Darren said it was Mm -hmm. a a stink bug, but it was definitely a killer wasp. It was not a freaking stink bug. (laughs) It was everything, nothing works. So here we are. And we're going to talk to you guys about what to do when a major leader leaves a company, which I am not doing. To be clear, to be clear, I'm just, I'm just none of us quitting. are doing. No one gets too excited, ele- right? I I am just quitting all electronics. That's all. That's all that I'm quitting. So she's not quitting no one- her business. She's quitting all electronics. Yeah. So, listen here, gossipy Sally. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> Someone's listening. Like yeah. I'm gonna report them right now. They yep. now wedding. Yeah, and then right somebody's going to waste their time listening to this and find out that it's actually just that I'm quitting electronics. I don't know how word I'm going to run my business. Is, word on the street is a three's quitting. Right? <laughs> That's going to happen right now. Probably. Let the rumors begin. Uh, Witters. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Anyhow. I'm just gonna I hire think somebody it's super to figure important it out. That we talk a little bit about this. That's ah. a better idea. Oh God, <laughs> things are going bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I think the important part is this is something we've seen happen in our company. I'll wait for these two. You two get it together, and then you let me know when you're ready to start. <laughs> well, people have to understand this is real life oh, wait. actual shit show so i mean most people listen to no you two are a shit show no i am not you, you are a train wreck a lot ready. So i got it together i'm on time i am ready i'm prepared you two shit show no so <laughs> i have to laugh because i feel like is, crying <laughs> well the thing about that is <laughs> there's a lot of weird stuff today i mean look at me i lost a nail my Benoit ball's trying to get out. I'm like, like we're having issues over here. It's fine. <laughs> okay, I'm by a wasp in her closet. It's just everything so weird today. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. I, my weave and I are ready. It kind of looks like, like you you're wearing like a brown. Oh, <laughs> we both are the same. <laughs> Well, I showed up today with my shit. 
<laughs> again, it turns out I am wearing a crown again. I mean, this is like the third or fourth episode I've worn a crown, and you guys, bitches, just be noticing. What? No, different one. Sometimes I actually put that well, crown on that you bought us. Oh, okay. Well, more predominant yeah. that we notice. I want to wear a crown on our. I'm a Disney princess, so. It does look like one of spikes on it a little bit. It does look like one of those. So I'm glad your like hair looks good. Yeah, my hair's like five days old, dirty, stinky. Like I said, I'm glad y'all can't smell me. It's only a looking well, episode. Let's just say it's because you just came from the gym, so like it's not that you just. Yeah, in case no one's. Yeah, in case I, <laughs> y'all, I ran in, I ran into someone at the vet's office. Oh. Because I was speaking to my dog medicine, and she looked at me. And she said, "Did you just get done working now?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> You're fine, <laughs> actually. Yeah, I mean, I can't imagine why you would think that because I don't wear makeup. I, ha- I did put on a little bit of makeup, but I don't wear makeup to the gym. So I was really bad looking. I have to like, tell you guys, you maybe you were really stinky. Maybe it was you stunk. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Well, or maybe I, it was a shirt that says "Jim hair don't care." I don't. I, don't I, I have to tell you a very real story. So yesterday, I almost forgot to put on deodorant, but then I saw the deodorant and I said oh, I got to put deodorant on. And so then I put deodorant on and then I went to the gym and I was working out and this scent of body odor hits me so strong. Like, and and it's so persistent that I had convinced myself mid-workout that it was me. So I walked my happy ass all the way into the bathroom so I could sniff myself privately. And it turns (laughs) out- that despite the fact that it smelled so strongly that I thought it was me, it wasn't me. Well, that's good. You ever like try to like secretly sniff, like because you mm-hmm. think like, do I have to? Like, oh, <laughs> you're like secretly like you know putting your head down. This is no secret right now. <laughs> like, this is not but a secret. Who smells and that I put bad? on deodorant. Was it who someone actually- next to you? I, I guess. I mean, who actually smells so badly that the people around you are questioning that- their their sniff? <laughs> yeah, I thought, did I I've done that before, put- too. Yeah, I'm like, did I actually put the deodorant on or did I just tell myself, like, twice Look to put the it. deodorant on? Yeah, I, no. it wasn't me. I put the deodorant I on. No, All right. I did right. put on deodorant as well today, and Maybe I don't know. Maybe they need to make gym shirts, and on the back it says, don't forget your deodorant. Yeah, I don't. There. Friendly, I have, reminder. I had a, friendly reminder. I had a lot of thoughts, but I just needed to share that with you guys that it was it was intense. It was. Well, I'm glad it wasn't you. I mean, to me, me it's, it's me. But I I only worked out today. Was rough. It was me, a trainer, and then both the gym owners who are like really good athletes. That's the only people that worked out in my class today. Mm. <sighs> That's probably why I smell yeah. bad because they just like killed me. I'm like, I have to work out with you too. Oh, oh gosh, you don't want to look like like the the loser of the bunch, huh? Oh, I was the loser out of that bunch, and I'll claim that. I'm like, yeah, good job, mm, good, go team, <laughs> go, go, girl. You're like, I'm, I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm with like I'm Row was this. like, well, Row was supposed to be like a casual row, so I'm like, oh, they're just like rowing my boat like a Sunday. I look at that like. Boo, boo. I'm like, no, 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 no. I know what the coach said. The coach said moderate recover time. They were not recovering. Okay. I was recovering. (laughs) Oh, Hmm. Hmm. 
looking for the birds, the boats, whatever, rowing my boat. <laughs> but anyhow, that was my morning. That's probably why it's like, not so bad. Holy mackerel. You're like, okay. I ain't doing more than I have to unless somebody yells at me. Uh-uh. Mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. No, and no one was yelling at me because it was like, my, I was doing normal pace. They're just like superhumans doing like, and they're a husband wife couple and they're super competitive. So they were like competing against each other. I'm just like, cool, go, go team. <laughs> Yay. Win. So let's Anyhow, take all right. that team comment into what we're actually talking about. <laughs> what are we actually talking about? <laughs> question. Y'all forgot? I forget. Do you see what I'm working with here? Do you all I feel like we've told six stories and that is, I don't. I don't know. I'm here. I'll I'm here for whatever. Everyone. When leaders leave. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we are not leaving. But let's be serious for a minute. This is something that has affected times that I know of. And I want to say we're still a relatively small company. When you say? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Wise. Definitely. In comparison. So, definitely. Yeah. So it hits us hard. So I'm sure some of you have struggled with this. Like, had a leader leave, had an upline leave, had a different leader and another line leave or whatever you all call it in a different lineage. And where does that leave? Like it creates this chaos. What do you do? How does that happen? You know, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, we've seen this happen. We've had a couple of waves. We've had a couple of waves where this happened. And I think it's important that we talk about it because it does happen. And if it hasn't happened to you and your company and your organization, it's going to happen. So let's talk a little bit about it. Let's start with, um, both of you have had an upline that left. So whoever wants to start, let's, let's just talk a little bit about it and how it affected your organization and kind of how you combated it. Um, well, I, I, I mean, Alicia maybe be, may be able to speak a little bit better about it. Cause I haven't had a sponsor leave. Thank God. Right. Um, but I, I have had upline leave that a lot of people knew and that a lot of people spent time with and it. Yeah. And, and then, and really enjoyed her and, um, and it is never easy. What like that, I think that we should just start there. It is, it is never an easy thing. Um, if your company and your upline as a whole has done a good job of creating a community, um, then it should feel like a loss of a relationship when this happens, that is a normal feeling. And just like if you lose a friendship or you have a falling out with somebody that you are, you know, really close with, you are going to go through a lot of different emotions. So on just a personal level, um, you know, to putting the business portion of it aside and how to, to move forward with that, it's, it's hard. It feels like, you know, that realization of that relationship is over and maybe not in every instance it has to be over over I hope there are different cases where you part amicably and it doesn't have to be over but if they do anything that you know results in maybe like uh like a termination where it's kind of like I have to sever these these ties or you know any of that stuff takes place it it feels like losing a friendship and it's really really hard and then terrible 
it puts you yeah. in a terrible position. It makes you question everything. I'm speaking specifically to Allie's, one of her uplines that left. And it was hard because we were friends. And like she said, from the personal side, I resonate with Allie on this particular instance. And there's been several in our company or a few, I shouldn't say several, um, that, but this one, I agree. So yeah, it's hard personally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, so I think the thing is, is, you know, you have to understand that your business is your business. Yes. You may have joined with somebody or yes, you may have, you know, been friends with somebody, whether a sideline, upline, whatever it is, but ultimately your business is your business and you have to treat it that way. You know, everyone has choices and everyone decides different things. Like maybe it's something that's better for them. Maybe they're jumpers and they literally can't stand still because some people cannot be steady. They cannot commit and they can't stand still. And they're never like, you know what I mean? Satisfied. They're always chasing that thing. But what you always have to remember is if you always keep jumping, you're always going to be at the bottom. That's just the way it is. You keep jumping, you end up at the bottom. I mean, cause you're always starting from ground zero. And you know, when I first started <clears throat> my actual direct upline, um, didn't do a whole bunch of anything really. Let's just be honest about this. Um, but her upline, um, I kind of really partnered with, and we did some things in the beginning and she decided to jump ship and, it, it was hard. It was really hard. I was new. I mean, this was like my, you know, first real, real involvement um, with running this, you know, running a network marketing company as an actual business and really being serious about it. And so when she left, it was crazy because at that time we had kind of, there was kind of a movement and a lot of people left because what happens is a lot of people are not willing to withstand even the slightest bit of a storm. And if you're in any company, I don't care how good it is, how new it is, how old it is, there is going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there is going to be bumps in the road. That's just the way it freaking is. I mean, products are going to And change. then there's going to be more. Like, that's it's going to smooth out and then it's going to happen again. And so sometimes what happens is, is people feel like this bump, like a downtime and people like to jump and sometimes they go in waves. So we had one of those waves where, you know, we had a slight issue, people bounced and it left a lot of people like not knowing what to do. I could have easily said, you know what, I think I'm going to go where she is. But the thing is, is like, I committed to my business and myself and I committed to the people that I was leading, that I wasn't just going to jump, that I wasn't going to run every time something was a little bit rocky. I was going to ride the wave because that's what a person does when they want success, when they're going to be committed to something. They ride the wave even when it's tough. You know, I mean, because listen, I'm not trying to be like having to go do this again and again and again and again. Like that is silliness to me. Silly. Mm -hmm. And it, it does leave you uh, like shaken. I, I think that whether, I think that whether, um, the person happens to be your upline or your downline or your sideline, I don't care where it happens. It does leave people feeling uncertain and kind of shaken and they go, it, it sort of brings about the question as to, well, why did that happen? Why did that person leave? And, and then that's where it starts to, to work out of the personal stuff and into the, I have to, I have to come up with a way of actually managing this, you know, managing this with my team. And there are right and wrong ways of doing that. And, 
you know, things like uh, posting bad negativity about that person is or the company that they went to or the company that they went to like that. Why you're going to just draw more attention to it. (laughs) Exactly. All you're going to do is be putting eyes on that thing, um, on that person. And that's not going to benefit you in any way, shape or form there. If there is anybody out there that does have shiny object syndrome, that is unhappy because customer service didn't do what they wanted them to do that day. And so they're, they, they just may, you may end up making a bigger mess for yourself by doing those things than if you had just kept your eyes forward and just stayed working and privately reassured the ones that came to you upset about these things and, and do, and do it always privately. I think that's very important. Yeah. Because, and I, and that makes perfect sense. Like what you said. And I think it's something that happens is people like to shine light on something that, you know, they perceive as an issue. They think they're like calming, calming it, but they're actually drawing attention to it. And, you know, I think like when, you know, you have somebody leave the company that maybe stirs that little bit of whatever, you know, pull your team in tight, pull them in tight, love on them more, you know, privately engage with the ones that, you know what I mean? Like, um, are upset or, or affected by it and just don't draw attention to it. You know, there's, there's really no need to, because ultimately everybody joined the business that they're in for a particular reason. You didn't You, I mean, sometimes you may have joined because your upline joined. Maybe you guys were friends, but there's a reason why you stuck with your business. And hopefully it's not because you were just following the leader. Hopefully, you know, you've um, made a big enough investment in yourself to stick it out and build your business, no matter who comes and who go, goes, you know, I mean, if you're, if you're crushing it and you're killing it, or you're actually showing up and be honest with yourself, you know, like, are you really showing up? Are you really crushing it? Are you really killing it? Like, are you giving it everything you have? Because that's another thing, you know, people want to bounce or they want to move over here or whatever, because you're like, I'm not making any money or I'm not doing this or I'm not doing, but are you really, really, truly showing up? Because if you're not, and you think moving to another company is going to be what fixes it, but you show up at that company the same way you showed up at this one, which if you're being honest, probably wasn't very much like, you know what I mean? Like if, if you know that that's you, like, I haven't really been giving this my all. I haven't been putting in everything that I got. How's it going to be any different when you go somewhere else? Or if you follow somebody because you think that they found the next best thing. But if you've been half-assing this and you go over there and half-ass that, you're still going to have half-ass results. It's, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And I think it's not always a bad thing. Cause I, I think about, you know, some people that we've had leave And it just wasn't a good fit for them. And I'm like, good riddance. So it's not always a bad thing to see, like, they realize this isn't for them. They realize that this isn't working, you know, whatever the circumstances are and they're gone. I mean, we've all been like, oh, thank God she's gone. Not only because some things, but like, we knew she wasn't happy. Like she was miserable she brought every chat she was misery in every chat it was just like that was like oh that one felt good let's be honest and we all know who that one was and it was better for her it was better for us it was better for morale it was better for I mean she was just it was just negative everywhere and such a load off of our shoulders when she when that particular person was gone and 
it's not always a good fit and it's not always a bad thing when people leave you guys. And, and like I said, we've seen a couple waves of this happen as every company does, whether you see it, you feel it, you know, it, maybe there's people in our organization that don't even know about it. Um, we've seen it happen and guess what? business goes on. Like Mm -hmm. it's okay. You're going to make it through that. If you see that and you're struggling with it and Oh my God, it's the end of the world. This is happening. We've all had that. Didn't we all think, Oh my gosh, this is so terrible. What are we going to do? And you know what? It just like fizzled out as fast as it came up. It fizzled out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it feels so big when you're in the middle of it. It feels like you can't see a way out of it and you can't, it just, and it, it, it is a big deal. I'm not, I'm not minimizing that at all. It's sad to see people go just in general. It's sad when it's not a good fit. It's sad, but like you're saying in the end, it usually, it's probably not a, a bad thing if they, if they did, because there's a reason that that happens. And that was, I, I have so many thoughts around this just because, um, I, it happened to me with a downline member. And so I learned so much when it actually happened to me that somebody left. Um, but also from watching and having been here for five years and watching this, these couple of, of phases go, go through where we had some, some people leave. I have never, and this is what I always try. It feels so big to these people when they're in it. So I always try to like to get this point to them if I get the opportunity that it feels really big right now. But now that I look back over the last five years, when I've watched this happen, it's almost like a molting season where we just kind of shed our skin and we get rid of the, and for lack of a better word, just get rid of the crap. Like take out the trash, get rid of the crap, um, molt, start over. And I have never seen us not come back out of that and be better every single time i've watched this happen it has come to pass that when it's over we have got we've gotten on a rocket ship and taken off and and have got on momentum momentum and been better for it and naturally more leaders end up stepping up so it's it's okay like they're replaceable quite frankly and and we've learned lessons from it and we've reflected on it and we've seen what to do and what not to do and how to combat it, but it's real and it happens. And I think that's kind of our, like our goal with a three life is to keep it real. And maybe talk about some things that every network marketer doesn't like to talk about. Um, maybe push that envelope a little bit, keeping it in a clean light, obviously, because we love this industry. We love our company, but it is real and it does happen. And I think it's something you know, I told the girls, I was like, let's talk about it. I mean, we haven't had it recently happen at our company, but it has happened before. And I'm like, let's, you know, talk about it and give them ideas and say, it's going to be okay. It's going to suck, you know, because, because it happens imagine- at every company. Every- right. Um, nobody stays, you know what I mean? Nobody has a company where every single person's joined and stayed there forever. It's just, it's not going to happen. And naturally you become friends, especially if you're a smaller company, upline, sideline, downline. I mean, And it does. And most of the time those friendships don't work out, especially like you said, if it's on bad terms that they end up getting, you know, if they're terminated or, you know, it's an ugly battle kind of with them in corporate, it leaves your hands really tied as to, you know, what do we do? And I think a good, a good question is we have a lot of people approach us and say, you know, what happened with so-and-so? How do you ladies combat that when they're like, oh, what happened? Because you know, they just love to gossip and something to talk about and something to keep their minds going. So what, what do you say when they come to you and say, what happened to Joe Blow? Why is he no longer here? What's a good answer? 
to me, I think like for one, I don't think given these elaborate details is really healthy for anybody or anything, you know what I mean? And so even saying something, you know, as simple as, you know what, it just really wasn't a fit for them. So we just wish them well, we just keep on going, like get, just get it away. You know what I mean? Like don't focus eyes on it. Don't bring the attention to the good, the bad, the ugly, just no part of it. You know what I mean? And refocus it. You know what? Just wasn't a really good fit for them, but you know, we're just going to keep on going. So we wish them well. And so anyway, so what are we going to do this week? You know what I mean? Just twist it around, turn it around, like get the eyes off of it. There's no reason to push any more attention towards that direction. I agree. And I mean, that would be exactly, exactly what I would say. And I think that along with that, people will say if when this happens so that, you know, cause like I said, I just had this happen last year for the first time really to me that I had a mid-level leader that had a pretty big influence leave. And so, you know, I had all these people in her upline and downline coming to me, like, what do I do? And, and my best piece of advice other than, you know, cause this has kind of been a little bit more of like a conversation than our typical, like listed out things to do that we give you guys. But I think that besides not drawing any attention to it, I think that the other important thing that you can do when this happens, because let's just be honest, if you become a big leader, it's going to happen to you. And so you need to know. And so I'm hoping all of you become big leaders. So let's just pretend like it's going to, you know, that it's going to happen. Okay. So I think the absolute best thing and and the advice that I gave them when dealing with this situation was you say nothing. You don't go announce it publicly. You don't put her name down. You don't, you don't engage in any kind of, um, verbal altercations with her. You don't be hateful with her. You don't, you say nothing. You just keep moving, you know, because we tried the having conversations with her before she actually decided to leave. We did all of those things before it actually happened. And so then we could look back and say, we did what we could when we still had some effect or influence or a say in what happened here. But now that the decision is made and all we can do is go forward. And, and the last thing you want to do is for somebody to leave their company and say, see, look, this is why I left. Look how nasty and evil and mean. Look at the things she said to me. Look at the words she said. Look at the things she called me. Don't do it. Don't do not get yourself in a position where you are engaging in some sort of altercation with them. It's not going to serve you or your organization to argue with them. Right. Not just to argue with them, do it. Like you said, just more attention to them. And it's just such a turnoff. Like just, just Mm -hmm. talk about it, speak to a friend, vent to a friend, talk to, you know, upline, downline, sideline, but don't go don't go post about it on social media. It's doing absolutely nothing except bringing everyone down, causing more tension, causing more chaos. And when people are worried about chaos, they're not working because they're worried about gossip. Like, oh, did you see this post? Oh, did you see this post? Oh, did, like, d- don't because yeah. you're just causing you're, chaos in your team. And you're turning people off going, that seems like drama. Like, I don't want yeah, to ew. be a part of that. Like, nobody needs more of that in their life. Um, but yeah, I, you say nothing. You know, like you, you just say nothing. And then, then they have no reason to believe that they can't come back because let's say that they decide to leave and there is a, again, this is another podcast for another day, but there's a right and a wrong way to do that too. 
if you find right. yourself in that position. Um, but let's just say they do make a decision to leave and they go and you did everything you could leading up to that point to help them and support them and love on them and, and get them to stay with you. But they decide to leave. Um, if you say nothing, you wish them well, good luck, pat on the back. I'm moving on and working with these people over here and I'm getting their eyes focused on off of this and onto whatever else is going. If there's no bad blood, if there's no words between you, when they go and they realize they made a terrible mistake and like Alicia was saying, all the bad habits that they had in this business, they took into that business and it affected that business too. But they realize that maybe there's more potential here with you and they want to come back then that, bur that bridge isn't burned and that door is still open um, for them to be able to come back as long as things are left on good terms. But when yeah. they're not left on good terms, that's closed. That's a super powerful like thing right there. And I think it's something that I've always tried to pay a lot of attention to for lots of different reasons. You know, people come, people go. And like I said, unless there was something that was just, you know what I mean, that there's no coming back from, you cannot be that person that, you know, wishes, you know, wishes an ill, you know, ill something on somebody because they want to try something else or because they want to go here. You know, you have to love people where they're at. And even though you might think that they're making the wrong decision, the bad decision, you still have to wish them well. And, you know, you should still try to have like that, that, um, that line of communication open at, at I mean, you know, it's not like you have to like, you know, keep, but like you said, you don't burn that bridge unless there was something that was, you know, detrimental, like really detrimental to, you know, they're doing something to harm your business or something. If a person like they does, did your real dirty. Yeah. If they did that really dirty, but you know what I mean? Like don't burn bridges. I can tell you right now, I have had tons of people who have left. They've come back. They've left. They've come back. I mean, it's, it can happen. And like you said, you know, the, it might take them leaving and going somewhere else and realizing that they brought their same shit with them. And that they, st they're still not giving it everything that they have to be like, wow, like I'm the problem, but I actually think I had a better chance. You know what I mean? A, a better thing over here. And they want to come back and they want to rejoin you again. But if you've slaughtered them because they made a choice to walk away and you haven't just loved them through it and said, you know what, if you ever need anything, I'm still here. You know what I mean? And, and welcome them back. Then, I mean, you could have, you know, you could have lost me. Sometimes people just have to find themselves and go through different things and you really don't know where somebody's at. So unless they've completely done you dirty, just don't burn the bridge honestly. Agreed. Well, I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Like I said, it's not our traditional, like Allie pointed out, we don't have any crazy tips or steps or anything like that. But I think the most important part is it, this is real. It does happen. It's going to happen. It's probably already happened to you and there's ways to get through it and you're not alone and it's not the end of the world and it's going to be okay. And it's okay to, you know, not hate them. You don't have to hate these people. Um, but it's okay to figure out kind of where, where they are and where you are. And it's sometimes it's just not a good fit for people. So I hope you did enjoy this episode. I hope you get, you know, to see and feel some things that we've experienced doing this for a little while. And if you have any questions, want any tips, anything like that, that we can do to help. We're happy to help with that as well. So I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We'll catch you all next week.
Thanks for joining us this week on A3 Life. Make sure to join us on Facebook and Instagram at A, the number three life, Inc. And check out our online shop at A, the number three life dot biz.